This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Dyslexia Devoted, the podcast dedicated to building awareness, understanding, and strategies to help those with dyslexia. I'm your host, Lisa Parnello, dyslexia therapist and founder of Parnello Education Services. Join me as we dive into today's episode of Dyslexia Devoted. Hello, friend, and welcome to the show. Can you think of a character in a TV show or a movie that has dyslexia? Welcome to episode 38 of Dyslexia Devoted, and today we are talking about the importance of characters with dyslexia. You can find all of the show notes at parnelloeducation.com forward slash episode 38 for this one. Before we jump in, I would love, love, love if you share this podcast with a friend or educator you know, so shoot it in a text message or an email or screenshot it and tag somebody on social media, and I would love it if you share this with others so we can keep spreading the word about dyslexia. So as we start talking about characters with dyslexia, first we need to talk about why is it important to have characters with dyslexia. If you tuned into last week's episode number 37, then you know that we talked about the importance of getting rid of the stigma of dyslexia. Now to get rid of the stigma, the only way we can do that is to make dyslexia a normal part of society. For many, many years, TV and movies have been the way that we push the social boundaries. For years, women were never allowed to be pregnant on television until Lucille Ball was on the I Love Lucy show pregnant with her own child. Mr. Rogers combated racism by cooling his feet in a little pool with a mailman of a different race. Showing successful characters with dyslexia is how we break the stigma of dyslexia by showing it as a normal part of society and a feature of many successful people. So let's jump right on in to the characters that I have found so far that have dyslexia in TV and movies. If you actually have found other ones, I would absolutely love if you go on to social media and find Parnello Education and shoot me a comment or send me a DM and let me know some other characters if I missed any, because I would love to always have more. Here are just a few characters with dyslexia that I have encountered in TV and movies in recent years. The first one is SWAT, the TV show, the new version, not the old one from a couple decades ago. The character Luca, a member of the SWAT team in LA, has dyslexia. And in the course of the TV show, he meets a little girl with dyslexia and mentors her. And I will admit, it is not actually effective teaching for dyslexia that he does with her, but it is cute that they show him trying and being a mentor to guide other people with dyslexia to make them more successful and build up their confidence. And, true story, the actor who plays that character, Kenny Johnson, also has dyslexia in real life, which makes me wonder if he actually asked them to write that into the show so that he could spread the word about dyslexia. All right, another character is Percy Jackson. Both in the book series by Rick Riordan and now in the movies, the character Percy Jackson has dyslexia 
And the way they portray it in the book is that it's because his brain was wired for ancient Greek, not English. And that one is always a big hit with the kids, especially young middle schoolers who are starting to realize that they have dyslexia. And kids at that age really need to find somebody positive to identify with. And so I find that that one is often a great one to recommend to middle schoolers who have dyslexia is to check out the books and the movies for Percy Jackson. Another character, and I'm going to say character because he is the main person in a TV show, but it's not actually a character. He's a real person, and the TV show is about him and his life. So I've become obsessed with the TV show The Craftsman. It is super low-key, slow TV show. It is not anything like fast-paced and exciting, but it just brings my heart so much joy every time I watch it. And the man shares his life lessons that he's learned, and he's approximately 80 years old, And he shares the lessons he's learned over the course of his life with dyslexia and the successful business he has created by being a craftsman who does woodworking. And he does all of the fantastic old Victorian buildings. And as those buildings are starting to wear down that were built 100 years ago, he's one of the very few people who can do the very delicate woodwork that makes all of those buildings look so gorgeous And he has all these amazing tools and half of which are also made 100 years ago and don't use electricity. And he likes his, you know, foot pedaled tools and everything like that. He is severely dyslexic. For years, he thought he was dumb. And it was one of those things where it wasn't until he realized he had dyslexia and then found his passion for woodworking that made him finally feel successful, that he was able to know that he's not dumb. He just has to do things, you know, a little differently. And you see him listening to books on tape. Yes, the actual tape ones, not like the modern day technology version of books on tape. And he listens to a lot of books that way. And one of the things I like is that he mentors young people struggling in school. And the school will actually connect him with kids who have learning differences and are really struggling. And he shows them that the physical trades are an area that they can be successful. So his name is Eric Hollenbeck. And the TV show is The Craftsman for that one. All right, next up on our character journey is a new movie that is on Netflix called True Spirit. And once again, while it is a movie, it is based on the life of a real person, Jessica Watson, who is a teenager who sailed around the world all by herself at the age of 16, becoming the youngest person to do so and surviving horrible storms along the way. And she is a real-life girl with dyslexia who was on a mission and read a bunch of books even though she has dyslexia, because she knew that she wanted to be able to go and break the record for sailing around the world and being the youngest person. Another fantastic thing about Jessica Watson is that she's actually written two books. The first one is True Spirit, which is her story about her trip around the world. And then she also has another book called Indigo Blue. So if you want to check out the books that she has written, I will make sure to link them in the show notes today. And the last character with dyslexia that I'm going to be talking about today is Will Trent. As I was walking in the door one day, coming home from a late night at work, I encountered my mom watching television, and all of a sudden I could hear the main characters talking about how one person was dealing with their dyslexia and the other character being the friend being very supportive of them. And I go, wait, what are you watching? What is the show? And then I went back and I binged all of the episodes so that I could see the full progression of the storyline. I will have to tell you that this is a TV series that is definitely not for children. So sorry, kids who are listening to this, because I know some of my students actually really love to listen to my podcast. Um, This is not for you. (laughs) This TV show is definitely an adult TV show that happens to have a character with dyslexia. But the reason I'm sharing this character is that I think adults need to see 
the way dyslexia can function at work. And I love so many features about the way they share dyslexia in the show that that is actually an entire section of this episode today. The character Will grew up in foster care and did not get the support that he needed to learn to properly read. A couple episodes into the series, Will goes on to tell about his experience and how he went from feeling dumb and being called stupid and lazy to finally knowing what dyslexia was and that it meant he just had to do things differently and then finally finding his successes in life, which I thought was pretty fantastic. Will Trent, the character, is a very successful detective because of the way he's able to visualize the crimes and see the big picture in a way that the other detectives miss and can't do, which is definitely a feature of dyslexia. It also depicts the shame that he feels and how he doesn't want his colleagues to know about his dyslexia. So he just makes excuses why he's not going to read certain things or ask somebody else to do something for him, and he just plays it off. And that way they don't all know that he has dyslexia aside from his boss. And one of the best things that I love about the show is the way they give real-life examples of how to use accommodations in action in the real world. So you will see him go into the crime scenes using a tape recorder, and he's doing voice notes for everything instead of writing everything down. You will see the way he listens to the audio to help him think of ideas and how to jog his memory. You also see that he has a friend that helps him with things when he's struggling. It does show him using a colored card to try to read, and I do want to point out that the colors change the contrast and the card blocks out the words so it's not visually overwhelming, but it's generally not considered an effective tool for dyslexia, so pointing that out before you see it and go, ooh, what's that? Anyway, I do love that when they're using that little card, he gets frustrated because he still is having trouble focusing and reading the words, and so his friend points out that his dyslexia is always worse when he's tired, which is absolutely true for most dyslexics. He also talks about strategies he uses, such as color coding, instead of using words for labels. And I love that they are pointing out different strategies to deal with dyslexia in the real world that are absolutely real strategies. And it's only six episodes in, and I really hope that this show sticks around and keeps spreading the word about dyslexia in such a realistic fashion. Once again, please remember this is not a show for kids, since it does show police solving crimes and talking about very adult subject matters. All right, it's time to recap this week's episode. First, we talked about why characters with dyslexia are so important, which is to fight the stigma and make dyslexia an everyday part of life because it is. And the only way that we can make dyslexia an accepted part of society is to keep bringing it up and spreading the word about what dyslexia really is and what strategies really work and the way that people with dyslexia can be extremely successful and that using accommodations in the real world and at work are not a big deal. Then we talked about some of the many characters I've come across lately that have dyslexia. And then last I talked about the new show, Will Trent, and the way that they show the use of accommodations in the workplace for adults, which is so critical to point out in the real world as we keep spreading the word about dyslexia, kids with dyslexia become adults with dyslexia. So we need to know accommodations don't just stop because you stopped going to school. We still need them in the real world and people use them all the time. And it has become a very normal part of society because everybody has headphones in their ears all the time anyway. So you might as well be using them to listen to a book. All right, before you go, don't forget, share this podcast with a friend or educator that you know so we can keep spreading the word about dyslexia. See you next time. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Dyslexia Devoted. Join us for our next episode by subscribing to this podcast as we devote each episode to different aspects of dyslexia. See you next time.